For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Can you believe this? Oh, Say it with your chest. Looking to push tempo here, the Pelicans. Hold that follow through. That's right. This is what takes you to another level. What the Pell is up, everybody? This is Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans with your host, Elliot Clough, at E-L-I-O-T-C-L-O-U-G-H on Twitter. Folks, before we get started, I want to make sure that you, the listener, go ahead, scroll down, five-star rate and a review on Apple Podcast if that happens to be where you're listening. Do it! And I get the uh, info, folks. I know most of you are listening over there, so go ahead and do that. It takes about 30 seconds. In other news, NBA basketball is frickin' back. Uh, can I get a hell yeah? First basketball scrimmage for the Pelicans and basketball scrimmage in general in the NBA bubble was today. Clippers Magic started it all off, but your New Orleans Pelicans faced off with the Brooklyn Nets today at 6 p.m. Central time. First matchup of the three scrimmages that are scheduled at the bubble for the New Orleans Pelicans. The other two coming up will be against the Denver Nuggets and the Milwaukee Bucks. Before tonight, we were told before the matchup started by Alvin Gentry, Derek Favors did would not be playing. He did not play, ultimately. And then we were not told, but Nicolo Melli got the start at the four in Zion Williamson's absent. Called it on the last podcast with Jake Madison of Locked on Pels. He was thinking Josh Hart, which is totally fair. And I thought probably more towards Melly, who is more of a four, and that's the position that Zion was playing. But there's two more scrimmages to go, and then there's the eight games. So we could see Josh Hart take over that starting position rather than Melly. Melly didn't really play a ton tonight, didn't really have that big of an impact either. Last night, I should say. I guess he played 17 of the 40 minutes, so played a decent amount, was just very, I guess to say, ineffective. Didn't really play, well, he did play at the 5 a little bit. We'll start off with that. Melly played a little time at the 5 tonight in a small ball kind of setting, which was a little different. I had mentioned in, uh, I think it was last week's podcast, that I would be surprised if if Melly played at that 5 position I thought I thought that'd be weird. I mean, him playing defense or, or even spotting up on the block is just kind of strange. And he did that last night. And yeah, he he had pretty sure he got charged for three seconds or, or called for three seconds. So <laughs> I think that happened. And then Gentry was like, "Oh, nope, not doing that." And uh, they went back to the regular lineup. And we'll talk about that later on in the episode. But those are the two things that stood out initially. For the Pelicans, at least. Now, for the Brooklyn Nets, who started the season thinking that they 
well, you know, in the absence of Kevin Durant, that they would be able to compete, play some good basketball with Kyrie Irving, DeAndre Jordan, Spencer Dinwiddie, Joe Harris. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we know, obviously, we knew KD was going to be out. Those three players, four players, uh, well, I believe Joe Harris is in the bubble, but he didn't play tonight. DeAndre Jordan, Kyrie, and Spencer Dinwiddie are all not in the bubble. So the starting five for Brooklyn was Jarrett Allen, Karis LeVert, Garrett Temple, Chris Chioza, and Timothy Luwawu Cabarro. Jamal Crawford didn't play, and neither did Tyler Johnson. Um, So the Pels won by 31 in a game that had 10-minute quarters and where the other team only went nine deep, four deep into their bench, to clarify. And the Pels played literally everybody that was available on their roster. They didn't have Zion Williamson. And they won by 31 points. So, hey, it's a tune-up game, you know? I think it provided a lot of value for the Pels, and I think it might have been a shock to the system for the Nets. I mean, looking at the bench for for the for the Nets, Lance Thomas, Dizan, Dizanon, Musa, Rodion's Kuruks, and Jeremiah Johnson also played. Uh, player that led in minutes for the New Orleans, excuse me, the Brooklyn Nets was. Chris Chioza, who had six points. Two and nine from the field, two and seven from from three, and it was just like it was it was kinda ugly, folks. It was really it wasn't kinda ugly. It was really ugly. Basically it was the Pelicans versus a G League team plus Carrot Karis Le- Lavert Carrot. Karis Lavert and Jared Allen. So it wasn't pretty. You know, I think everybody in the league was not necessarily expecting the Nets to win a playoff series or win a lot of games down there, but it was ugly, ugly. And I don't know how much Joe Harris and Jamal Crawford and and Tyler Johnson are going to improve this roster when they join it. This was just bad basketball. I mean, referencing Karis LeVert and Jarrett Allen, Jarrett Allen was 4 of 5 from the field with 10 points in 22 minutes, uh, matching up with Jackson Hayes, a rookie center. Karis LeVert was 5 of 18 in 22 minutes and scored 10 points. Like, hiatus or not, I mean, Pelicans are young. They also didn't have Derek Favors, for God's sake. Brandon Ingram only played almost 11 minutes. Lonzo Ball played 19 minutes. Drew Holiday played 16 minutes. I mean, they got their rookie center starting. J.J. Redick only played 11 minutes. Their leading scorer had 14 points in each one more, who's like 80 years old. No offense, Uncle E. You know I love you. But this was ugly. 
ugly basketball on behalf of the Brooklyn Nets. And I don't necessarily label myself a hater in any capacity, but wow. And it's been a long, long four months without sports, without basketball. So this was still incredibly entertaining. Obviously, you got if, if you missed the missed the game and want to go back and watch it, don't let me, don't let me take you away from it because it's still. I mean, we still got to watch the Pelicans play. We got to see Brandon Ingram play, Lonzo, uh, you know, all your favorite Pelicans got to play. And in reference to the Pels, Bi Etwan and Ja Jaleel Okafor all look pretty good. I mean, for Brandon, there might have been a lack of explosiveness. I saw that on Twitter, and once somebody said that, I, I really did recognize it, and they definitely had a point. But other than that, jump shot was definitely there. Passing was there. Defense looked good. He had a deep three in one of these no-name guys' faces, I think. And, I mean, it looks like where he's stepping right, or starting back up right where he left off. I mean... B.I. looks good. B.I. looks really good. Lack of explosiveness, fine. I mean, you know, you haven't been necessarily been using those fast twitch muscles like uh, B.I. I mean, players haven't been using those flat, fast twitch muscles like they were during the regular season, um, and they've only had a little bit of time to tune up, but I think a lot of people are going to lack that explosiveness. B.I. is going to come back. He's going to get that. I mean, his stroke was beautiful tonight. He was putting on moves like he's been playing all season. B.I.'s a star. Once again, B.I., not the 47th best player in the bubble. Not the 47th most impactful player in the bubble. Brandon Ingram is going to really shred up in here. And it's going to be scarier once Zion returns. Because that's a double threat that few teams can handle. Speaking of guys that few teams can handle, Etwan Moore was stroking tonight. 5 of 8 from the field, 14 points for the Pelicans. The veteran really stepping up in his little under 14 minutes. Like I said, 5 of 8 from the field, 2 of 2 from 3-point land, 2 of 2 from the stripe, 14 points, 1 assist, 2 steals, and Etwan's stroke looked like it hadn't left him. Muscle memory has kicked in for Etwan Moore, and he was hitting shots. Do I think he's going to play a ton of minutes in the bubble? Absolutely not. But if he can come off the bench and make some shots, like, regularly for this team, that does not hurt in the slightest. I think the Pelicans are really lacking that coming off the bench. I mean, of course, you got J.J. Redick off the bench. You got Josh Hart, who can make shots, but a guy who can hit them really, really consistently. Etwan Moore could bring a lot of value at that small forward shooting guard sort of position. He's not going to start. If there's a veteran that's going to start that's on the bench right now, it's going to be J.J. Redick in, in that shooting guard, small forward kind of position. But Etwan looked really good tonight. It was really, really fun to watch last night. Now, I referenced Melly at the five. Jackson Hayes got a boatload of minutes tonight considering... Um, he was starting rather than Derek Favors. Jackson Hayes playing 21 minutes, 54 seconds, leading the Pelicans in minutes played. Played just over a half of the total minutes in this one. He was one of three from the field, just scored two points, grabbed five boards, and tied Josh Hart uh, for team lead in boards. So, sorry, 
second place in boards to Kenny Hustle, who we will get to in a second. And yes, he did play. Now looking at the uh, other team's boards, Jarrett Allen led all all players with 10 rebounds. So clearly Jackson Hayes getting beat up down low in terms of boards. Dude needs to beef up. Dude needs, needs to learn how to throw some elbows down low, put his butt into somebody. That's that's a skill that Derek favors. If he's to impart any piece of his game onto Jackson Hayes, that would be an excellent piece to do so. Obviously, the defense is needed. Jackson Hayes, we want a guy who doesn't rely solely on his athleticism on the defensive end. But there was some good spots about Jackson Hayes, uh, what he was getting. I think, and I tweeted between former guests, our guest just a few weeks ago, Kevin Berrios, uh, saying he was really liking what he was seeing from Jackson in terms of passing and that he was getting all these minutes, and I really like the fact that he's getting a lot of these minutes. Matched up against a, a, an NBA vet of a few years now in Jarrett Allen. I like Jarrett Allen a lot. I wish he had a little bit more dog in him if I'm a Nets fan, but Jackson Hayes did match up with him tonight. The two former Longhorns, Texas Long, Longhorns, playing against each other now in the NBA, and like I said, Jackson Hayes, one, he needs to learn how to throw his body around down low and play some defense. But I think these minutes are good for him right now when they don't matter. I think just getting on the court for a guy like that right now is really big and to build confidence to know that he can contribute out there. Obviously, like I said, Derek favors can continue to teach him a thing or two, but had some awesome passes again tonight. Awesome. Awesome passes. Really enjoyed that. But Got to get those boards. Got to beef up a little bit. That'll help every anybody and everybody on this roster. Also, we saw a lot from Jaleel Okafor tonight. Like I said, he looked really good in the 10 minutes that he did get to play for the Pelicans tonight. Did Jaleel Okafor. He played about 10 minutes, 45 seconds. And was 5 of 7 from the field, scored 10 points, and grabbed 2 rebounds. Now, we saw that picture of Jaleel before he did join the team in the bubble for practices. Looks super, super thin. Uh, I mean, cut, I should say. Still, Still muscular, big muscular guy. But I think it's pretty clear that he got way more fit over... Over this hiatus, yeah, he did get these minutes tonight in more of garbage time, but he looked good in that garbage time, so it, it could have been worse. I mean, he just looked smooth, appeared to be aggressive still, was running the floor, and I think he's ready to take on more of a role if need be. Obviously, Jackson got the start tonight. I think the Pels could even start to lean more towards Jaleel, honestly, with the way he played tonight again. Jackson has the higher ceiling, so maybe you want him getting these minutes. But if Jaleel starts to continue to play like he did last night, even just better than he did during the regular season. I mean, we saw flashes of awesome Jaleel Okafor during the regular season. There were games when he took over. Obviously, it was probably it was it wasn't probably it was because of injuries to Derek Favors or just happened to be getting a lot of minutes. Obviously, there was the win against the Nuggets. I believe that was on Halloween, and then the win against the pistons in january but Jaleel, i mean he just looked really good tonight we'll give him that we're, we're not going to necessarily say oh he's going to start for the rest of the season because he's not gonna Derek favors will take that position when he comes back but Jaleel looked good and he can fill a role once things get back to normal he can play 
I mean, in the eight games, you could play 10, 12 minutes, maybe eh, probably eight to 10 minutes. Yeah, I think that's I think that's good. And if you can stay aggressive in those moments, give Derek Favors a breather, give Jackson Hayes a breather. Obviously, we know Derek Favors only played 24 minutes a game this year. And Jaleel's young, or excuse me, Jackson Hayes is young. So Jaleel has a pretty good opportunity as we go forward. Now, <laughs> uh, there were some not-so-bright spots for the Pelicans tonight. Uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. So we've been hearing a lot of hype about the young man out of Virginia Tech during, uh, basically since the bubble started. Heard it from Coach Gentry. Heard it from Drew. Heard it from, I think, Lonzo and Brandon had something to say about it as well. He said that in his media availability, Nah said this, that he's been watching some Manu Ginobili tape. And so we were like, ah, yeah. you know, there's obviously Manu is one of the greatest Spurs of all time. Won a bunch of titles with them. And you love seeing Nah getting in the extra work that he put in with Brandon Ingram and Lonzo uh, getting up shots after practice as well. And then after his showing in the summer league, there was a lot of hype going on around him going into the regular season. Didn't necessarily live up to that. Spent some time in the G League. But there was a lot of hope, I think, coming this time around that he would be that backup guard to Lonzo in the future because we've been hearing a lot of good stuff. Based on the showing tonight, obviously it's scrimmage, but he kind of showed what he's been doing during the regular season. And it was in a scrimmage, and it was against arguably the worst team in the bubble. He went 6 of 15 from the field, and that was in 21 minutes. Also went 1 of 6 from deep. Now, the, the label that Nikhil has gotten from his play during the regular season is the poor shot selection, which is 100% justified. And again, he really enforced that tonight. Coming off the bench... Obviously playing that 21 minutes a game. He had 14 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists. But Nah won't be getting minutes if he's playing like this. He got in the game early tonight, too. Like, early to the tune of one of the first subs to come in. And took over for Lonzo. And he looked jittery, honestly. He looked like the 7th, 8th man off the bench when you're, you know getting varsity time for the first time ever and you're nervous and you know you're the stud on JV but now you're in varsity and now you're just a little bit nervous and you're not so sure of yourself and he looked like he was trying to force it really looked like he was trying to force those jump shots I mean he doesn't and the thing is he doesn't have to be a crazy good jump shooter he just doesn't I mean at least now I mean Lonzo's looking really good from from three again he looked good tonight his stroke looked good it wasn't obviously he didn't get the amount of opportunities that he would have in a regular season game and a regular timed game. But Lonzo's jump shot looked good from what we saw tonight. Nah, on the other hand, ugh. obviously his, his shots a little unconventional too, but it wasn't going down and you can be unconventional as you want, as long as you're making shots. But Nas was, or Nas was, <laughs> Nas, Nas was not 
making jump shots tonight. And like I said, he doesn't have to be a crazy good jump shooter, obviously because of Lonzo, but he was great when he attacked the rim tonight. Great balance, great morphing around defenders, you know. He got to the basket and he makes layups. <laughs> Unlike, you know, Lonzo does. He misses one layup a game, I swear. But Nah has, I think, some talent. I mean, we saw it. We've seen it. We've heard about it. But when it comes to the league, and again, this is a scrimmage, but it also is against a really bad team. I don't know how much time he's going to get in the rest of these scrimmages. I'm assuming at least uh, some. They might go back to Frank as as Lonzo's backup. Who really knows? I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see how this next scrimmage goes as to who plays that backup point guard position behind Lonzo. I'm assuming they're going to go back to Nah based on what's going on. Gentry said tonight that he needs to stop being as hard on himself as he was, which is really easy to do when you're young in a profession, let alone being a professional basketball player. So, who knows what's going to happen with this backup point guard position. I would like to think it's going to be Nah. I would like to think he's going to step up. But I also said the same thing about Frank. In that article that I put together however long ago, it's my, one of my first articles covering the Pels that Frank has a high ceiling. And he's raw, but he's not putting anything together. So I'd, I'd like to see Nah be the, be the next guy. Be the guy that follows up Lonzo and, and plays some confident, solid ball off the bench. Uh, also, the guy we've been talking about during the entirety of this hiatus, it was the return of Kenny Hustle. He's back, baby. Just kidding. Kenny Hustle, he came back, he dove after some loose balls, took some couple charges, stuff like that. It was kind of dope. I'll give him that. But he also was 0 for 1 from the field in 16 minutes, 15 minutes and 45 seconds to be exact. Led the team in rebounds of 6. 3 assists as well. So, give him some credit where credit's due, but yeah, he didn't come in until third quarter late in the third quarter uh and yeah he's done yeah he's he's very very done love the minutes that we got to see from him but he's only going to be playing in the scrimmages and no more than that so um toodaloo Kenny hustle oh also uh josh hart missed another high five tonight <laughs> if you haven't seen that on any social media you must be living under a rock because this is like the 40th high five that Josh Hart's missed. According to Lonzo on his Twitter page that uh, Josh Hart was just trying to get him, uh, get his attention in order that they could run the offense properly or something like that, get a play call or something or another. So <laughs> believe what you will, but I, it's, yeah, it's another, another high five that got away, I guess. <laughs> but last thing that I'll say about the Pels collectively tonight is that a lot of the guys, it's clear they got in work over the hiatus. The five-on-five five work in practice has been helpful. A lot of these guys look like they're in shape. They don't look tired. They look like they're ready to play basketball. And it was so fun. Folks, it was so good for basketball to be back. Golly. If you don't have NBA League Pass, if you weren't able to watch this game, I honestly would say it's worth it. I didn't get NBA League Pass until this year. And it's so worth it. 
if especially if you're out of market like myself so worth it basketball's back and damn it does it feel good damn it does it feel good and uh this isn't necessarily pelicans related it kind of is it kind of is anyway it kind of is because of another podcast and uh some beef that happened on twitter tonight uh which we we will not get into here on uh, believe in the new orleans pelicans because it didn't involve us and i am staying away from that but bull bull is apparently the goat now 16 points 10 boards 6 of 14 from the field for the nuggets in their matchup with the wizards tonight their win versus the wizards tonight apparently everybody's saying that oh now he's the steal of last year's draft and everybody skipped over him and oh i wish our team would have taken bull bull at that point in time i like his height he has an incredibly high ceiling that's what the league's about especially in the draft i think a lot of teams missed an opportunity just to take a shot at him so i will agree with that do i think he's the goat do i think that he's just immediately going to make an impact now no i do not there's still an injury concern he's still a twig we've heard rumblings about his lack of love for the sport i just haven't bought in yet did i love him at oregon absolutely did he get hurt real quick uh hell yeah can he shoot the ball as a seven footer we know what that's like kevin durant we know what that's like man brandon ingram's pretty tall he's not seven foot but i'm still concerned about the lack of musculature the lack of size and it just doesn't he just doesn't appeal to me if he's great more power to him if if he is another unicorn that's awesome I, the the nuggets young core really damn good and we're going to see it straight up in this next scrimmage so i'm excited to see that but i have personally not bought in yet if it continues into next season and continues during next season sure i'll i'll, I'll I'll buy some stock in the bull bull market. But I have not bought in yet. Also, the Nuggets, their starting lineup tonight was like, what the frick was that? Three centers, Mason Plumley, Nikola Jokic, bull bull. And two forwards, Jeremy Grant, Paul Millsap. Never seen anything like that before in my life, unless you count the, the 76ers starting lineup literally every single night. What the actual frick? I don't know. Obviously, it's not the future of the league, even though they won tonight against the Wizards. <laughs> not the future of the league. Jamal Murray, Will Barton, Gary Harris, and Torrey Craig were all out for whatever reason, so they're not like completely devoid of guards or anything like that. Uh, it was interesting. I've never seen anything like that before again. So, fun stuff. Basketball's back, folks, and damn, 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 it feels good talking about it. So happy that you're tuning in. So happy that we're back to the sport. And we don't have to come up with all the hypothetical BS anymore. Obviously, it's fun to do. But not when the season has not come to fruition, you know? It's been fun to talk free agency. It's been fun to talk draft. It's been fun to talk former Pelicans and former Hornets. But basketball is back. And we are roaring and ready to go. 
Folks, if you haven't yet, make sure you're going to subscribe and leave a rate and review. Do it! If you are listening on Apple Podcasts. Otherwise, if you're on Spotify, Google Play, etc., go ahead and click that follow or subscribe button. That way you're going to get notifications as to when we have a new podcast up and ready to go. Also, go follow us on Twitter. It's at E-L-I-O-T-C-L-O-U-G-H. You're going to find some polls there, etc., stuff like that. And while you are on the social media make sure you go follow believe on instagram twitter and facebook and you can check out a plethora of their other podcasts on believe.com or just head over to apple Podcasts, spotify or google play and you can check out some more pelicans coverage on the bird rights sb nation's pelicans affiliate and don't forget rate review subscribe and and another and go give at elliot clough a follow on twitter in order you may engage with this podcast thanks for tuning in folks we'll be back to you soon this was believe in the new orleans pelicans for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.